We did an interview with Marcus Colbert. He is a new board game designer. We sent him a few questions and he gave us our answers. We're going to review it with you guys and show you guys who he is. So, of course, the first thing we asked was his name and uh, have him introduce himself. So here is Marcus. Hello, everyone. My name is Marcus Colbert. I'm a board game designer from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, some uh, fun facts about me is that uh, in high school, I was a city chess champ. And because of that and just my personality, like I'm a really big strategy guy uh, to the point where I'm always researching historical battles and events and, and just trying to, I'm, I'm always trying to learn more about strategy in general. Um, because of that, like I, I bring, I pretty much bring strategy into everything I do. Like even if, even if I'm washing the dishes or something like that, like I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way, you know, where I can bring strategy into something like that. You know, so one, one of the biggest life lessons that I've learned and actually I, I learned it through chess is that no matter how bad things look or no matter how bad things might get, if you if you keep an open mind and you think about the problem from every angle, you can always come up with a solution. So I, I still use that in my life all the time. A chess champ that likes strategy. That sounds like a great mix for a beginning board game designer. Now our next question for Marcus was, what made you get into game, board game design? I was actually inspired by George R.R. R. Martin in his book series, A Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, in the books, he wrote about a game named Sivas or Sivasi, depending on how you pronounce it. Um, it sounded like a really fun game, but it, it wasn't a real game. It just existed in the book. And I found out later that there were some attempts at making it a real game, by, like various fans and stuff, uh, but they largely looked boring and unimaginative. So I, I set out to create my own version of the game that when after when I started getting into it, like I realized why Martin never fleshed out any rules or mechanics other than like how the beginning of the game went in different uh, different small things like that. And the reason I think he never done it was because the design in the game is actually, is really hard. And, um, you know, I never thought that I couldn't do it even after I realized how hard it was, but I did understand, I did begin to understand why he never like, you know, why it's just mentions of the game in the book and like some game situations that helped the plot along about what, you know, whatever they were talking about. So, I, I mean, you know, I, I think it would have been a whole other job to fully design and polish a game while also writing a book. So like I said, it, it, so what ended up being in the book were like game situations. In those game situations, even though it was very little rules, it was more like him, it was described as like a battle being fought on a board. And that, that idea of a battle being fought on a board really intrigued me to the, to the point where I wanted to, I wanted to fight some of these battles on a board. Even if I had to make the game myself and even if I had to make it myself in order to, so I know that it was good, I wanted to, I wanted it to be good and I wanted to experience fighting a battle on a board as i began as i was creating it it quickly went beyond the scope of the gameplay situations that was described in the book and it didn't take long at all before i had so many original mechanics that it became its own thing and the only thing it kind of kept from the books was just like the way you, how you start the game so yeah so that's pretty much how I got into game design. Really, it was just from the motivation of, I really was motivated by just wanting to play a game, wanting to fight a battle on a board. And that idea that came from Game of Thrones. Marcus took a game from a book, and even though he knew how hard it is to do game design, Marcus followed through on making what he called a battle on a board. Now, our next question for Marcus was, 
How has his experience been within the board gaming in industry so far? Most everyone I've met has been uh, pretty awesome. Some are more awesome than others, uh, as with any community. Uh, but there are some really great people in the board gaming community. Um, going to conventions and unpubs are a really great time. Uh, it's a blast meeting so many people with the same interests and, and then playing their games. Um, I've learned a lot from each of those experiences and, and by being objective, like when I test their games, I think I've helped a lot of designers uh, make better games as well. Marcus enjoys the unpubbing convention scene. Seeing other people's work and helping each other out is obviously something that gets him very excited. We as the board game industry should probably reach out to Marcus too and show him all the online gatherings that he could also experience, especially during this pandemic. Now we asked Marcus another question and it was, what is your first game? And tell us more information about it. So the first game I designed is called Surrender, which was is the game that was inspired by Game of the Game of Thrones game Cybass. Uh, Surrender is a strategy board game similar to chess. It's combined with a strategy card game like like a Hearthstone or Magic. Cards play directly to the board, not against each other. So they're used to change the board state. Uh, as a result, there are no life point totals or minion hit points and kind of and things like that. Uh, the game has numerous unique elements such as a range mechanic that allows the capture of pieces without having to travel to a physical location of the piece. And also without using dice rolls or any other randomizing factors or devices. Even though dice, dice do play a role in the game, but it's, it's very minimum. You might have some mechanics that may use dice, but it is deliberately kept to a minimum and you, in uh, besides that, you would use dice for various counters and stuff like that, like to count down turns and different. You can use a lot of a lot of dice that way. Uh, it has a ship mechanic that allows to help teammates, and their teammates are on a separate board, and you can help them with pieces and resources. There are 12 unique pieces to choose from, and obviously, uh, well, not obviously, but you can't choose all of them. And each piece has a counter, like each piece has pieces or a combination of pieces that counter them. So you, so you gotta kind of go into the game understanding that if you bring a certain combination of pieces that it can be countered by a combination of pieces that the enemy brings. So you have to be you know aware of that when you when you pick your pieces. But at the same time, the game gives you so many options. And if, if you're smart and if you're creative, you can even overcome you know being countered by the enemy pieces. It has interactive maps. Every card is a cool mechanic that adds a spice to the game like every card does that and the, the cards have a, a three-point card system so you can kind of so there's a lot of ways that you can play around with the cards and use value more cards over other ones even though they might you might have two powerful cards but depending on you know what kind of what's what the enemy composition is or what the other player's composition of pieces is and and maybe what you have one card might actually be a lot more valuable than the other one and you can you can kind of mitigate the cost of one or the other through the the cost system and how you have multiple ways of paying for cards to make the game play fast there are five win conditions there's a unique uh moving a unique system for moving multiple pieces per turn and a, a very easy to remember rule set that is 
so intuitive that like when you get introduced with new concepts in the game like you're gonna almost be able to instantly figure out what how it works and what it's supposed to do the rule set is, is such a great frame framework for new things to be added or for for your mind to understand any new concepts so I, I started designing surrender in 2016 2017 uh halfway through 2020 now so it's been i've been working on this one game for a very long time having a game with so many components like is is many many more mechanics that i can't i just can't name everything here and designing all those things to be simple and easy to learn understand and pick up as well as being fun and fast and also have the ability to go as deep as anyone wants to take it as far as the strategy uh, while also making sure that nothing breaks. I think it's not an understatement for me to say that, you know, those things are, are pretty tough to do. And with this game, I'm almost positive that I've done it. And I just can't wait for people to play it. I think it's, I think it's gonna be so much fun for a lot of people. I think it's gonna bring a lot of people a lot of joy. And like I said, I think it'll help teach people about life if you take from and we take from it the same life lesson that I took from chess, which is just always having options and being able to just be intelligent about the way you create solutions. And then you will always find a solution. And uh, that's that's the first game I designed. Surrender, a strategy game. You can tell Marcus has the board game designer bug by hearing the excitement he has when explaining his creation. Now, our next question we had from Marcus was, what are the other projects you have that you're working on? Because I'm a, I'm still a new game designer and because I put so much time into the design and polish of my first title, uh, I've really only had basically recently started creating mechanics for my second game, which will be a football game. It's coming together. I, I have a lot of ideas and, and mechanics already. And uh, that's kind of how I, I create games at this point is like, I brainstorm a lot and I get like everything that I would want to see in the game or, or everything that probably should be in the game and and everything that maybe maybe I don't really want in the game but probably has to be in the game and you know once I get all of those ideas together eventually a game will start kind of building itself out of those things and uh, you know the game will start throwing away some things that it don't need and combining some other things and then you get the, you know the early rise of some rules that are obviously are going to change probably multiple times uh, I think a basic framework will start coming together and from there you know you have to test it and there's a lot of testing in for a game in order to make sure things don't break things are fun and any number of other reasons to test the game which are, are numerous but I can guarantee one thing that it won't take nowhere near as long as surrender took to develop and get to a point where it can be signed. I mean, I, uh, largely that's because the game is much lighter, not nearly as ambitious, or it's not going to be nearly as ambitious as, as Surrender has been, which doesn't mean that it's not gonna, gonna be very detailed in a full game because it will be. It's just how ambitious Surrender was of an undertaking. So, I mean, the, depending on like when I can get full-time in the lab designing this game, it may be that my second game might get published before my first one does. Marcus has told me a little about this game on Twitter, and I can say this game sounds amazing. 
it is starting to look like Marcus has two great games in his game designer box already. Well, well, the plan right now is just to get Surrender signed. Uh, I'm, partnering, I'm partnering with a buddy of mine and an artist to help develop uh, really high quality prototypes. Uh, we believe Surrender is a generational title with an unlimited potential. Uh, if we can match with a great publisher that's a great fit who shares our belief, like I think that like the Surrender game will speak for itself. Surrender is definitely a game Marcus took his time on and it sounds amazing. I do believe that the combination of Marcus and a great game publisher would only be nothing but a success for him and that company. Of course, now we asked Marcus, how do we get a hold of him and how does people find out about all the games that he's making? My Twitter is at MarcusColbert5 my, and my email is vice underscore Kenley, uh, K-E-N-L-E-Y, the number five at yahoo.com. So that's vice underscore Kenley5 at yahoo.com. Um, I'm probably most active on Twitter. If you want to contact me about information on my game, you can DM me. Uh, if you want to be notified uh, when the game comes out, just follow me and I'll you'll be the first to know. Also, if you're a designer and you can't you want to contact me about your game, um, I'll be happy to help and give feedback. I'm really good at creating and evaluating game mechanics. Plus, I'm extremely objective minded and I would like to say honest. So I'll tell you if something's good or bad and I could potentially help you with with uh, ideas or suggestions on uh, improving things or improving something. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons why I really like Unpubs is uh, Unpubs Unpubs is like one of my favorite gaming or board gaming venues is because you, you get to play all these people's games and there's so many great ideas in it and sometimes they're just you know you just you're playing it and it's like it's, it's missing like one thing or something like that and being like creative enough to figure out what that thing is and then like conveying that to someone and they like yeah that's actually a great idea like it's really like I think it really helps my creativity and, and my ability to like to to think and stuff like that when I can get these new concepts and, and actually you know help them figure out something that's really good for their game so I'm always willing to do that if anyone wants my feedback on a game like I said just follow me DM me whatever pretty active on Twitter I'm not the most active but I am active on Twitter I do check it all the time that's where um, I post everything about my game and different things like that so so uh, Twitter is probably the, the, the best place to reach me last I just I wanted to say I wanted to thank you for having me on I think that you're one of the more awesome people in our community in the, the board gaming community so and I wish you the I basically wish you the best of luck and much success and, and keep kicking ass. Here at the AFMG podcast, we'd like to thank Marcus for taking the time out to answer all of our questions. Also, we'd like to say to the board game industry, we hope you all reach out to Marcus, find out more about his games, and help him move up the board game ladder. And we will hear from you guys soon.